you welcome back to what is trending and it is time for us to move from switch from big brother ninja to the english premier league yes the english premier league is one of the most watched oh will i say one of or the most watched premier league in the country called nigeria and i think it should be the most watched in the world because every social media platform i go to every tv station every cable tv station i go to they are having a taste of the english premier league it is the middle east you're talking about asia you're talking about united states you're talking about north america you're talking about even in europe and also in africa man it is food and tomorrow on sunday which is i think the 26th of july oh my god we're gonna be having the last match of the season that is the english premier league we'll be having the likes of chelsea facing off wolves at home at stafford bridge and newcastle will be facing off liverpool there at the james park um what was that new that newcastle stadium and leicester city will be locking horns with manchester united that one is going to be a cracker because these two teams are fighting for the champions league sports and we'll also be having southampton against sheffield united we're looking at West Ham against Villa, Burnley against Brighton, Arsenal against Watford, Manchester City against Norwich City, Crystal Palace against Tottenham Hotspur, Everton against Bournemouth. Interesting match is going to be happening tomorrow starting from 4pm and you know the most interesting part of it is that every match will be played simultaneously. No match will be played 1pm then the other will be played 2pm or 3pm. Every match, when I mean simultaneously, they'll be played at the same time. The time you're having Wolves played against Chelsea is the same time you'll be having Leicester play against Manchester United. But forgetting, pushing away the time frame or whatever time they are playing. But the most interesting part is checking the log itself. We all know that Liverpool have been crowned champions of the English Premier League and Manchester City have sealed their spot to clock um, to come behind Liverpool second. But the part that interests that, that, that draws attention of football lovers is the Champions League sport that is those who are fighting for position number three and position number four on the and we are looking at Manchester United who are third on the table and Chelsea who are fourth and Leicester City who are fifth. But you might not understand what I'm talking about until I bring the points between these three clubs. Manchester United after playing 37 matches have 63 points and Chelsea have the same points alongside Manchester United 63 points. Leicester City are a point behind these two teams with 62 points. So, this is it. Manchester City, Manchester United have a match with Leicester City at the last day. That is tomorrow at the um, King's Power Stadium. That means if Leicester defeat Manchester United, Leicester get to get a spot at the Champions League. If Manchester United draw the match with Leicester, Leicester City, then Manchester United qualify. If Manchester United win against Leicester City, they still qualify. So it is a win or lose game. Nobody wants to lose the match. The only team, the only thing they will be expecting, the only the, the only thing Leicester will be expecting is a win. And Manchester United will want to get a win or best a draw. 
um it's very interesting times for the english premier league and this is going to draw a whole lot of attention and a whole lot of views because we are not just talking about the champions league sport we are also talking about the europa sports if you check out the europa sports we're having whoops at six with 59 points we have um sports are seventh with 58 points sheffield are eight with 54 points but the most interesting part is that if Arsenal get to defeat Chelsea at um at the FA Cup finals of the FA Cup, Arsenal get to qualify for the Europa's Europa League. So they need to make sure they get into the sport and uh, they need to get to um they need to get to position number six and expect Chelsea to defeat Wolves for them so they can solidify their chances of qualifying for the Europa spot. But it's so difficult at this point in time, it's so hard that Tottenham need to let Chelsea do the game for them, do the winning for them. If not, they don't get to qualify for the Europa League spot. So everything is heating up there. Sheffield still have a say, um, Sports have a say, Wolves have a say in Europa spot, not the Champions League spot. The only teams who are slugging it out for the Champions League spot is Manchester United, Chelsea and Leicester and it's going to be a bumper one. So from 4pm tomorrow on Sunday, you will get to watch Manchester United versus Leicester City. Manchester are now at home this time. They already have the chances of sealing the Champions League spot. They lost it uh, against Southampton. They couldn't, uh, they, 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 they couldn't get a win there. They lost it against um, um, West Ham also. They couldn't seal it there. And now they need to go to Leicester City, who are going to be playing at home and making sure. But the issues like Leicester City have is that so YouTube, their credible defender, will not be playing. They'll be having the likes of Bennett, have the likes of um, Morgan, Morgan having the likes of Evans. Evans has been the consistent one, but the rest of the backline have not been consistent. Only few, the likes of Justin, have been consistent for the season since the time. Pereira has gone out injured. He has filled in that post and made it his own. But at the same time, Leicester City missed the likes of Chiwell at the back. Um, so Nucho and also Pereira um, be at the, at, at the back line there. So Leicester City's um, defense looks very, very shaky. The only thing going for Manchester United at this point in time is because they've scored and they, they, they've made they've made themselves and look like an attacking side and they are very dangerous when they are on the counter. So Leicester City have to watch it when Manchester United are countering and need to make sure the likes of Pogba and Bruno Fernandes are kept quiet. Then when we talk about Wolves and Chelsea, it's also going to be an interesting match because Wolves are looking to get into Europe next season and and, and, and a defeat to Chelsea will make it very difficult and make it very shaky if they want to get to Europe next season. So those two matches are going to be very, very interesting. And we look at the other side, we're looking at, at the relegation positions also, Bournemouth and Bournemouth, not West Ham, I'm talking about Bournemouth, Aston Villa and Watford. Those teams are looking to get out of relegation waters and stay in the EPL. The money with the EPL plenty, so every team wants to go to the championship. Everybody wants to stay in the EPL, but this team needs to work for it. But the most painful part of it is looking at Bournemouth, the work that Eddie Howe has done for Bournemouth for a long while, promoting them to the EPL and also securing 
uh, they are staying in the EPL for a season more, but this season has not looked good for them. I don't think they really did a lot in the market when we talk about transfer markets, recruiting players into the team itself. And Eddie Howe, there was a time he was having um, ha- ha- having links with going to Arsenal or going to one other club, but he still stayed with Bournemouth. Shows his desire and dedication to the club itself. But at this point in time, he's looking so down for them, and they need to make sure. A match that they have against Everton that they win now, but they'll be playing away from home, very difficult one. And they expect and they expect the likes of Watford lose to Arsenal and also Aston Villa lose to West Ham, and that will make it much easier for Bournemouth to qualify. But they need to make sure that the ones in front of them, that is Everton, gets defeated. If not, they get to go to the Championship next season. And that is how we wrap up for the EPL. I will go to those who are promoted. Leeds United have gotten promotion into the EPL. We'll be seeing Leeds United who are archivers of Manchester United. Oh, my brother, they are archivers of Manchester United. But it's been a long time. About this is 16 years away from the EPL. Leeds United will be heading back to the um, to the EPL from the Championship. Uh, we all know all the brouhaha that happened with them when Lampard was still in the Championship coaching their big county. But this time, I think that they are past that situation. They have gotten promotion to the EPL and they deserve it because at the same time, they didn't just get promotion, they won the Championship itself. And that is a great, great, great position they have found themselves in. Another, one, another team who has qualified for the EPL, the English Premier League, is West Brom. West Brom has qualified for the English Premier League. So, two teams who are sure you'll see in the English Premiership next season is going to be West Brom and Leeds United. The other teams still have a chance to qualify for the championship, for the English Premiership. Playoffs will be played and we'll get to know who qualifies for the English Premier League. And after that, to round up today's show on what is trending, my brother, we are talking about the Golden Boot. We're talking about Obama Young, talking about Jamie Vardy, and talking about Danny Ings. Jamie Vardy is on 23 goals. He's never won the Golden Boot. He's come close during the time that Leicester City won the Premier League, but Harry Kane took the boot away from him, stole it away from him. Harry Kane became the highest goal scorer in the Premier League. But this time, Jamie Vardy has the chance of becoming the highest goal scorer and taking the Golden Boot for the first time. Um, and this is going to be an this is going to be a this be an interesting and very memorable one for Jamie Vardy because he's done a lot for Leicester City and I think he deserves this boot itself. But he has a whole lot of contestants contesting with him for the boot, and we have the likes of Emmerich, Pierre Emmerich, Aubameyang, and Danny Ings, amazing players who have done amazing things for their clubs. Aubameyang who plays for Arsenal and Danny Ings plays for Southampton. They are on 20 goals, locked on 20 goals. And if they have the chance to get goals against, that is, Aubameyang must get three goals against, three goals or four goals against the likes of Watford. And Danny Ings needs to get three or four goals against the likes of Sheffield United. So, when you're watching Southampton against Sheffield United, you're not just watching people who want to survive or go to Europa. You're looking at teams who have players who want to win the Golden Boot, Golden Boot um, Award itself. 
and Arsenal, Aubameyang will be facing the likes of Watford. I think he has a chance against Watford to get more goals. But the issue is, Jamie Vardy must not increase his tally against Manchester United. And we all know that Jamie Vardy, he loves to score against big teams. And this one, he will cherish to score one against Manchester United or two against Manchester United. Because he's not going to win him the golden boot, but he's going to qualify Leicester City if he scores goals and goals against Manchester United for the Champions League. So that is how we wrap things up here on what is trending he's been your main man himself GIMI on the MIC bringing it to you live and direct from the city of Abelkota here in Nigeria I want I want you all to join me once again when we bring the show on what is trending please keep posting and keep sharing keep commenting and keep criticizing whatever mistakes we make on what is trending please help in commenting and criticizing so we can change and rebrand our ways because without our audience without our listeners we are nowhere to be found so i say a big thumbs up and thank you to all those who are subscribed and who have listened to my podcast please keep staying safe stay safe away from coronavirus love your family love god and just be happy goodbye and god bless you Watch out! Welcome to another edition on what is trending. This is your main man himself, GIMI, on the MIC, or you can simply call me Olujimi. And it is a happy new year to all our listeners and all our audience across the world. It's been a long time coming. Um, we had our first edition last year, 2020, and this is a new year, and we are coming up with new things. Like, we all, like you all know, um, what is trending is an avenue where we give news gist about politics, social affairs, entertainment and sports and on today we'll be doing the same and revitalizing it and making sure you have a few daily listening to us on this podcast. I want to give a whole shout out to all my friends and all my social media attendees who have paid attention to everything we've been doing from 2020 as we talk about um, um, what is trending. So sit back, relax as we go across the world on gist and news that rock the world. So, from the first, we'll be starting off from the COVID-19 pandemic resumption date. What a story. Date saga. We're having a whole lot of issues when we talk about resumptions yet in Nigeria. Because a whole lot has been talked about is the schools going to resume on the 18th of January or schools will not be able to resume because of the saga itself. Uh, but the coordinator of PTA, that is the Presidential Task Force on COVID-19, on Tuesday, January 12th, announced that the date for resumption of schools remain Monday, January 18th. He added and he said and stated, as regards schools, I just want to make a clarification. What the minister said yesterday was that they were going to review the date and he didn't say that they were going to change the date. So there's a difference between reviewing the date and changing the date. So the main claim stated here by the coordinator of PTF is stating that there is no changing of the resumption date. That the date for resumption for schools in Nigeria is still and is still standing it is january 18 and everybody should be ready for resumption on january 18 but a whole lot has been talked about what is going to happen is the school are the schools ready 
to resume on January 18 at the expected enough to be able to curtail the spread of COVID-19 because the spread itself is very imminent when we have numbers, numbers of gathering around the school and that might be a danger to the student. The whole lot has been talked about by the Ministry of Education, the Ministry of Health and the Presidential Tax Force and also Hassel has come out to make the statement concerning the schools are not ready to resume NUT, Nasu, Sano and a whole lot of labor um, saga talking about the schools are not ready to resume because they're talking about equipment, infrastructures for lectures and how do we curtail the spread among the students in schools. But the statement is and the, 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 the real story states that January 18 is the main date for resumption of schools in Nigeria and Nigerians will have to live with that but most importantly please students make sure make sure as soon as possible you get your nose marks you get your sanitizers so as to prevent yourself from spreading it if you have the virus and also as much as possible not to contact or contract or what have you or get affected by anybody who has the virus so make sure you're ready for january 18th and next on the table for us here on what is trending it is it is a very big story that has rocked nigeria um it made the headlines as soon as it came out and people have been talking about it no other than the dna saga I've tried as much as possible as not to talk about the DNA um, bruhaha that's been happening in Nigeria, but I think um, this story is so huge for me that I've not been able to run away from it. You just can't turn your eyes away from the story. Um, it's all about the DNA. We've been hearing a whole lot concerning DNA uh, problems in Nigeria. Um, um, this person is not the father of this son or the father of this daughter. Um, somebody is coming to claim who is not supposed to be his or what have you. So many stories. But I will not be going deep into the stories concerning DNA stories or paternity um, fraud, but what I'll be talking about, I'll be talking about the statistics and where Nigeria stands when it comes to paternity fraud. Seriously, I'm just getting to hear about paternity fraud, meaning Nigerians only do not take part in defrauding <laughs> uh, people of their money. Like that's that's what they see us as in the world that we are. We are frauds when we come to financial um, internet. Um, what would I say? Financial play when it comes to it. We are on the rise itself. A whole lot of fraudsters in the making here in Nigeria. But at the same time, it's not about the finance right now. It's about fraud in paternity. When we talk about paternity, we talk about the mother or the father of the child, and we have it as a statistics that has been proven by the world is. Three out of ten Nigerian men are not biologically the father of their children. When I got this online, I was moved. Like, seriously, three out of ten Nigerian men are not biologically the fathers of their children. Meaning, our mothers, or those who call themselves mothers in Nigeria, have been doing a lot of pokey out of their marriage. How can you be doing that to somebody's child? How can you be doing that to... 
How can you be taking someone's child and putting it under someone that he doesn't belong to? And why are you not faithful in marriage? But the story, what really brought my mind is Nigeria is the second, is the second when it comes to paternity fraud behind Jamaica. And it's just it's just it's just disappointing that we are in this situation we found ourselves it's not just financial fraud but we're talking about paternity fraud but my question to you viewers my question to you listeners and my audience is who is to blame when it comes to paternity fraud the father or the mother i say it again who is to blame when it comes to paternity fraud is it the father or the mother what are the responsibilities of both parents to make sure paternity fraud does not and what is the responsibility of the government of the country to make sure paternity fraud doesn't increase and what is the impact of paternity fraud in our country today just hint me on the social media platform on facebook and on twitter i'll be posting all these stories so you can give your own fact give your own comment concerning paternity fraud it's still what is trending and we are going straight into um the sports scene of today we've talked about a whole lot we talked about covid19 the first story here on what is trending now now we headed straight to the dna we talked about the dna story and now it's for us to go straight into the steam no not the senior master here i'm not a senior man itself we're moving straight into the english premiership and that is the sports segment of what is trending and today no not today on saturday that is tomorrow by 1 30 we'll be having pictures um kickoff there in the english premier leagues and starting with wolves versus west brom it's going to be 1 30 p.m wolves will be logging on suite west brom and we have west ham versus burnley by 4 p.m leeds united versus brighton by 4 p.m fulham versus chelsea by 6 p.m and we have leicester city versus the saints there in the foxy stadium by 9 p.m and on sunday We'll be having Sheffield United versus Tottenham Hotspur by 3 p.m. Liverpool versus Manchester United by 5.30 p.m. That is the big one. The big one that makes the Sunday so thick. And on that same Sunday, we'll be having Manchester City versus Crystal Palace by 8.15 p.m. Arsenal will be locking on with Newcastle on Monday by 9 p.m. And the focus for us this week, this week match, it is Liverpool versus Manchester United. That is a cracker. Has always been a cracker every year and you know that Manchester United are on top of the Premier League table with after 17 matches with 36 points and Liverpool are second followed following Manchester United on the log table there after 17 matches with 33 points three points you're lacking behind Manchester United and if they get a chance to defeat Manchester United on Sunday they will go um they will they will share the same points with Manchester United on the same point there at the log of the standings and my question beckons who gets to win this cracker this rivalry match it's not a derby it's a premiership rivalry match between Manchester United and Liverpool Liverpool are champions of the English premiership they are holders of the English Premier League and Manchester United are legendary teams who have held the English Premier League title for so many times for so many times and they have not been on top 
of the English Premier League since the Alex Ferguson Alex Ferguson era, and this is a time for them to hold their own. If Manchester United defeat Liverpool, they will be six points ahead of the holders of the English Premiership. And the question becomes, who will is this is this Manchester United season to win the English Premier League, or they are just pretenders um, coming in the shape of contenders is Manchester United going to hold their own or Liverpool going to show them that they have the experience close around experience to make it happen there in Anfield Anfield Stadium is going to be happening it's going to be happening on Sunday from 5 30 p.m so everybody should sit down relax and make sure you're ready 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 on to watch this match you know make sure that you put down your corn and all your dots and everything liverpool will be facing up with manchester united you can send send us your predictions for the match on our social media platforms on whatsapp the phone number on whatsapp is 080609 202 and on facebook it is agbola mayawa on twitter you can send us your comments on what is trending as we're going to be posting this trend on all social media platforms so you can send us your prediction of this match but liverpool versus manchester united and you get you get you get to win something something if you become the winner you get to win credit on your phone if you predict the right predictions concerning the match between liverpool and manchester united you can also give us your selection your first in selection for this match and give us your comments what you feel about this match we will be listening and really and reading all your comments out on the next program so please stay tuned it is what is trending it has been a wonderful avenue to show what we have for you on what is trending i hope you keep logons with us as we come next time on the show to give you the results and also stories going across the world it is what is trending and it's your main man is of gimi on the mic wrapping the city of abel guta oman and jatio come on and we go and we say goodbye au revoir au double